Daf Nun Vav Aleph 56a on the sixth line. Amar of Yehuda Amar Rav. Rav Yehuda said that Rav said, Kol ir sheishba ma'alot imaradot, if the city has uphills and downhills, adamu behema sheba metim. People and animals there die, b'chatziyah mehem, in half their days. They die young. Mars asked, metim sakadaitach, you really think they die in half their days? Rather, they become old in half their days. They age prematurely. Amar Rav Huna, Breder of Yeshua, Rav Huna, Breder of Yeshua, said, The uphills and downhills in between cities of Beibere and Beinarash aged me prematurely. Tana Rabbana, Brisa taught, When you square off the city to measure the Tchum, you square it off to the points of the compass. The northern side to the northern side of the world, parallel to the lines of latitude, and the south to the south of the world, parallel to the lines of latitude. And if you don't know which is north and which is south, look for the constellations of Egla in the north, and Akrav in the south. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Rabbi Yossi says, If you don't know how to square it off to the square of the world, square it according to the seasons. How so? We are used to saying that the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, but actually it doesn't. In the summer, it rises in the northeast and sets in the northwest. In the winter, it rises in the southeast and sets in the southwest. That's true in the northern hemisphere. So Rabbi Yossi says, Where the sun rises and sets on a long day in the summer, that's the north. Where it rises and sets on a short day in the winter, that's the south. When the season of Nisan starts and the season of Tishrei starts, that is the vernal equinox and the autumnal equinox, the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, and that's why the days are equal twice a year on the vernal and autumnal equinoxes. Pasuk in Kohelet says, the sun goes to the south and circles to the north. That is, in the northern hemisphere, the sun rises, depending on whether it's the summer or the winter, in the northeast or the southeast, and it travels across the southern sky during the day. And then at night, it circles under the earth relatively to the north of us. That's what the Pasuk means. It travels to the south and circles to the north. It goes to the south during the day and circles to the north at night. It goes around, around, and goes to the direction, to the Ruach. This refers to the east and to the west. Sometimes it goes through the east and the west, and sometimes it goes around the east and the west. In the winter, when the sun rises in the southeast and sets in the southwest, it never goes through the easternmost and westernmost points. Rather, it circles around them during the night. And in the summer, it goes through the east and through the west, because it rises in the northeast, travels to the south, 
and then travels north again to set in the northwest. So it goes through the east and the west. Amar Visharshya, Rabbi Sharshya said, Late Lahani Klali. There are no such rules. Titania, as we learned in Raisa, Loyatla Khamami Alam Mikar Mizahit Swanit, the sun never rose in the northeast, the Shakab Bikaran Ravit Swanit were set in the northwest, the Loyatla Khamami Karen Mizahit Ramit, the sun never rose in the southeast, the Shakab Bikaran Marvit Ramit were set in the southwest. Rice is difficult to understand because our own observations are that it's not correct. It's the, what's correct is like Rabbi Yossi said, and the halacha follows that view. Amar Shmuel, Shmuel said, Ain't kufat nisan nofelet ela ba'arba'a rivei hayom, o b'tchilat hayom, o b'tchilat halayla, o b'chatsi hayom, o b'chatsi halayla. Shmuel said, the tkufa of nisan, the vernal equinox, can only fall at the quarters of the day. That is, either at the beginning of the day, at sunrise, which we'll call 6 a.m., or the beginning of the night at sunset, which we'll call 6 p.m., or halfway through the day at noon, or halfway through the night at midnight. The Tkufa of Tammuz, the summer solstice, falls, either at one and a half hours, or seven and a half hours, whether in the day or in the night. The displacement from the vernal equinox to the summer solstice is seven and a half hours. So if the vernal equinox, Kufat Nisan, was at 6 a.m., the summer solstice will be at 1.30 p.m., which is seven and a half hours into the day. If the vernal equinox, Kufat Nisan, was at noon, the summer solstice, Kufat Tammuz, will be seven and a half hours later, which is one and a half hours into the night, and so on. The Tkufa of Tishrei, the autumnal equinox, will be either three hours or nine hours into the day or into the night, again, seven and a half hours in the day later than the summer solstice. And the winter solstice, the beginning of Tkufa Tevet, will be four and a half hours over Eser or ten and a half hours, whether during the day or at night. Again, displaced seven and a half hours from the previous Kufa, from Kufa Tishrei, or the autumnal equinox. So if the vernal equinox, Kufa Nisan, was at 6 a.m., then the summer solstice will be at 1.30 p.m., and the autumnal equinox, Kufa Tishrei, will be at 9 p.m., and the winter solstice, Kufa Tevet, will be at 4.30 a.m., and so on. The difference from one Tkufa to another is 91 days and seven and a half hours, and that's the seven and a half hour displacement that we've been talking about. Within the movement of the, what were considered the seven planets in the time of the Gemara, the Sun, the Moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn, the movement from one Tkufa to another is only half an hour because there's a seven and a half hour difference in the day and seven planets, each of which serves for an hour. So there will be a movement of half an hour. So if one Tkufa starts when the moon appears, then the next Tkufa will start half an hour after the moon appears and so on. If the 
Kufa, Nisan, if the vernal equinox falls during the time of Jupiter, it will break all the trees. And Kufa Tevet cannot fall out in Jupiter without drying out all the seeds. And that is if the moon also comes up during the time of the moon or the time of Jupiter. That is if the Molad of Nisan or of Tevet comes up during the time of the moon, again in the seven-hour cycle of the seven planets, or in the top, or in the hour of Jupiter. Turning to Amuzbet, Tanarvana, Brisa taught, Hamurabea etair, if one is squaring off a circular city, he makes a square around it, and then he makes square tchumin around that, he makes the tchumin like a square also, when he measures the 2,000 amos from the corner of the square that's around the city, he should not measure from the corner, Alpaimama, 2,000 amos, because he will lose the corners. He should bring a square of 2,000 amos by 2,000 amos, figuratively. He's not bringing a square of that size. It means he lays out a square of 2,000 amos by 2,000 amos, and put it at the corner of the square that surrounds the city. So the city gains 400 amos here and 400 amos there. And the Tchumin gain 800 amos here and 800 amos there. We'll explain this all in a second. So the city and the Tchum gain 1,200 amos here and 1,200 amos there. It's talking about a city which is 2,000 amos by 2,000 amos. So imagine a city, a circular city, with a diameter of 2,000 amos. You then square off the city to make a square of 2,000 amos by 2,000 amos. Now imagine a tic-tac-toe board of nine squares. The city is in the center. The city is round, but we view it as a square. So the city occupies the center square of the tic-tac-toe board. And the Bryce is saying, when you measure the Tchum, do not measure diagonally from the center square, 2,000 amos diagonally, because then in a straight line, you will be losing space. You'll be losing Tchum. Rather, bring another square, that is the four corner squares of the tic-tac-toe board, and put them at the corners. Each of them is also 2,000 amos by 2,000 amos. And so you're measuring the Tchum in straight lines, due north and due east and due south and due west. And in the corners, you gain the difference between the diagonal of the square and the sides of the square, which is an extra 800 amos. So the difference between the boundary of the round city and the square that you put around the city is 800 amos, and it's divided on the two sides of the city. So that's the 400 amos each because the diagonal of a square 2,000 amos by 2,000 amos is 2,800 amos, and the diameter of the city is only 2,000 amos, so there's a difference of 800 amos. 
divide that in half because half of that is on each side of the city in the northeast corner and the southwest corner and also in the northwest corner and the, south, and the southeast corner. Each of them has 400 almost from the edge of the city to the corner. That's the 400 almost that you gain for the city. And then the 2,000 almost by 2,000 almost squares that you place at the corners also have diagonals of 2,800 almost. So that's the 800 almost that you gain on each side. So from the boundary of the city to the corner of the tom, you have 1,200 almost more than 2,000 almost. And that's what the Brisa means, that you gain 1,200 almost altogether. Tanya Amr Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yossi. We learned in the Brisa, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yossi said, the tchum of the cities of the Levium is 2,000 amos. Subtract 1,000 amos for the Midrash. The Torah says to leave an open area outside the cities of the Levium of 1,000 amos. And then you have the tchum beyond another 1,000 amos. So the open area will be a quarter of the total, and the rest is fields and vineyards. Minahani Mili, where is this from? Amar Rava, Amar Kra. Rava said, the Pasuk says, Mikir Ha'ir Vahutza Elafama Saviv. Says from the wall of the city and out, a thousand almost around. Amratara, Saveva Ta'ir Ve'elaf. Surround the city with a thousand. Mimsa, Migrash Revia. So the open area comes out to be a quarter of the total. Mar says, Revia, Palgahave. What do you mean it's a quarter? It's half. The total tom is two thousand almost. And the Migrash is a thousand almost, so the Migrash is half. Amar Rava Barada Mishocha Asperli. Rava said that Barada from Shocha explained it to me. It's a city which is two thousand almost by two thousand almost. Tchum Kamahavia. How much is the Tchum? Shitsar, sixteen. If you view the city as consisting of four squares of 1,000 by 1,000, because if the city is 2,000 almost by 2,000 almost, that is four squares of 1,000 by 1,000. The total of the tom is going to be 16 squares, because there are four squares of four by four on each side, four to the north, four to the south, four to the east, and four to the west. Kranok Hamahavian, how much are the corners that you fill in? Shitsar, another 16, that is, you have four squares due north and due south and due east and due west, and then in the corners you fill in another four squares in each corner, each square still a thousand by a thousand. Dal eight squares of the trum are part of the Midrash, the inner two of each four are part of the Midrash, and one out of four of each of the corners is part of the Midrash, so there are eight squares from the tchum and four squares from the corners that make up the Midrash, so that around the city, which is four squares, you have 12 squares that make up the Midrash, two due north, two due south, two due east, two due west, and then one in each of the corners. Kamahave Shresar, so how much is it all together? Twelve. Midsah Midrash Revia. So it comes out, the Midrash is a quarter. Where it says, what do you mean? It's more than a third. There are a total of 32 squares of 1,000 by 1,000 outside of the city, and the Migrash is 12 of them. That's more than one third. Tamara says, 
Shadi Elihu, add the four of the city. Where it says, Akati Tiltahave, now it's exactly one-third. There are a total of, if you count the four of the city, there are a total of 36 squares of 1,000 by 1,000, and 12 of them are the Migrash, so the Migrash is a third. Where it says, Misabar Kuribur Kamar, did you think we were talking about a square city? Igula Kamar. We were talking about a round city. How much is a square bigger than the circle that's inscribed inside of it? A quarter. If a square has an area of four, then the circle inside is going to have an area of three. Actually, we'll have an area of pi, but the Gemara estimates pi as being three. So there's a difference of a quarter. So take away a quarter of the 12 squares, because if the city is circular, the Migrash will be circular. So it will not have an area of 12 squares of one by one, it will have an area of nine squares of one by one. Partially tisha, so it leaves nine. The tisha, mitzvah, riva, have And nine is one quarter of 36. Gemara is going to give three more answers to how the Midrash comes out to be a quarter, but we will stop there and do the other three on the next stop.